Welcome to another episode of the Jones Underground Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Jones. Uh, this week you just got me, Mr. Jones. Wifey is not in on this one. <clears throat> uh, this week we're uh, it's pretty much a quick sports episode. We're going to talk about week one in the NFL. Uh, basketball's approaching. A few things going on in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And... um. <clears throat> Just a few other little projects that we're working on. But first, week one in the NFL is over with. It's finally here. Football is back. And um, if you're a Dallas Cowboy fans, um, I know it's just one game, but it's time to panic. It is time to panic. I know you thought your team was, you know, maybe a Super Bowl contender this year and everything, you know, CeeDee Lamb was going to take that step forward and... um. Y'all, defense is real good. Defense is real good. Michael Parsons got two sacks on Tom Brady. I mean, good game with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but either the Buccaneers got an all-time great defense or the Cowboys ain't going nowhere this year. <laughs> I mean, they they had a couple of good runs um, with the running backs. I mean, Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard looked okay, but as far as like how that game went, oh no, <laughs> they can't protect the quarterback. Their receivers, uh, they got a mass unit at wide receiver. Um, they could really use Amari Cooper right now. They don't have him, and however that situation went, uh, Baker Mayfield had a pretty decent revenge game going against the Cleveland Browns. Until they kicked the game-winning field goal on Cleveland looks like it might be a decent team. Like, they might win some ugly games, man. Like, um, not going to sleep on the Cleveland Browns this year. Green Bay went to Minnesota and got beat down. And I know they're going to, you know, say that Aaron Rodgers, you know, his receivers aren't that good. They missed a couple of plays, but... The Minnesota Vikings came in and put a whooping on <clears throat> the Minnesota Vikings put a whooping on the Packers. It's nothing less than that. And speaking of whoopings, that's exactly what the Buffalo Bills did to the Los Angeles Rams. They whooped, stumped all over them. I mean, if the Bills didn't turn the ball over so much, that game could have easily got to fifty-four to uh fifty-four to ten or something like that, because Josh Allen pretty much did everything he wanted to do. I mean, he looks like what we thought quarterbacks were always going to be as far as the ability to run and the ability to throw the ball with accuracy. And Jalen Ramsey, he looked pretty bad on one of those plays where my man <laughs> Diggs got behind him and caught a touchdown. But, you know, the Rams going to have a long season anyway. <clears throat> And last but not least, the last game I want to talk about, other than um, Buffalo Bills whooping on the Rams, the Miami Dolphins, anytime the Dolphins beat up on the Patriots, I can smile a little bit. Because <laughs> the, the Patriots have been running roughshod in the AFC East for years. They had a dynasty. It was their division. They just showed up. Steamrolled all the teams. Not so much. You know, not so much this year. 
And with the Dolphins, I mean, Tyreek Hill, I know Kansas City got a blowout win, five touchdowns uh, on offense, but I just don't see how they let Tyreek Hill go out here and leave them. I just don't see it, man, because he put up McDonald's numbers on the Patriots, and I don't know who was calling plays for the Patriots, but they missing Josh McDaniels right now. And last but not least, Lamar John. Lamar Jackson needs his money. I don't care who they got to win because every single game we taking gas. Every time my man runs or falls down or gets a hit, we like, huh. You know, and I know $23 million he's making this year. You know, it ain't the situation. But when you see the money that Deshaun Watson got in, he's not even out there. When you see that, you know, Murray got a new deal. And when you see these, you know, these the money that the quarterback position is bringing in. And I know people are saying Deshaun Watson's situation was a different situation. This dude, Lamar Jackson, is an MVP and. Whatever it takes to lock him up long-term, you know, it's always a situation. It's always a controversy when it seems like a black quarterback comes up and needs his money. I feel like when, you know, when Kirk Cousins came through, he got his money. The Ravens, when Joey Flacco won the Super Bowl, he got his money. Um, <clears throat> you know, when Aaron Rodgers came up, and as old as he is, he got his money. And they didn't question it. They was like, hey, it is what it is. Carson Wentz got paid, and he wasn't even that good, you know. And so now Lamar Jackson is is up for a contract, and they don't understand. If he gets through the season and they do any if, – if they have a decent season, you looking at, what, $350 million guaranteed. Get my man his money. If you hear sounds in the background – Forgive us. <laughs> we do this unscripted. We don't. <laughs> we don't um, pause anything or anything like that. So, but uh, that's it for football. We just wanted to give you a little taste of what the season gonna be. And being real, after one season, it just looks like Buffalo is looking really good. The Dolphins look decent. The Ravens, I'm hoping that they win because I just want to see my man Lamar Jackson do good. And um, I'm I'm I don't know about these Cowboys, man. I know I got two big Cowboy fans in the family, and they didn't have a good day yesterday. They was they did not have a good Sunday night. I'll say that. Uh, moving on to basketball, the Lakers did the very controversial move of adding. Um, Patrick Beverly trading away THT and, and, you know, a couple of young position players to get him. And it's weird because you're going to have Patrick Beverly and um, <laughs> Westbrook on the same squad in the same backcourt, you know. We don't know how that's going to work, but I will say this. Patrick Beverly is one of those guys that I could pretty much say that this guy helped the Minnesota Timberwolves get into the playoffs last year. He played hard defense. He took care of business. Um, he really showed these young Minnesota Timberwolves how to dig deep. And even though they didn't make it past the first round, they didn't. They weren't no chumps. They went out like 
professionals and they pretty much handled their business all last year so putting a veteran presence like that somebody who is going to compete on defense somebody who is going to push the other players in practice especially the young guards like uh um <clears throat> Oster, the point guard Oster Reeves and you know, and, and try to keep and hold uh, Westbrook accountable on defense. These little things can add up to some big things, especially if LeBron James and Anthony Davis can stay healthy. Because if you have a team that just shows up and competes hard every night, you know, yeah, they're not going to win 72 games or nothing like that. But if they could just win 40 games, 42, 43 games, then get to a seven or six seed. I think the Lakers did pretty good, especially with LeBron James pretty much getting the Kobe Bryant retirement treatment. You know, it's going to be an interesting season for the Lakers. We'll see how it goes. The Brooklyn Nets look like they are title contenders. I know you got the Milwaukee Bucks and you have the 76ers are looking really good. Uh, along with the Boston Celtics, pretty much bringing back the team that they had along with a new point guard and a couple of position players. And I think Carmelo Anthony, they was maybe talking about adding him, maybe, maybe not. But um, <clears throat> if the Boston Celtics, which they have a point guard now in Malcolm in Brogdon, if the Boston Celtics could just get another shooter, or just somebody that, which they already had, Al Horford was pretty much hitting shots. So they have a team that I think could really be a problem in the East. But the Nets, if Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving can work together, if Ben Simmons is anywhere near Ben Simmons, if he can be healthy and play solid defense, I don't see nobody really stopping the Brooklyn Nets in the East, man. As much as I enjoyed watching the Nets lose last year, you know, this is one of those years where Kevin Durant, who, you know, wasn't satisfied with the titles and the awards he won in Golden State, he wanted to really make a name for himself outside of the shadow of that dynasty and stuff like that. If he really wants to do it, you know, especially with Kyrie Irving on this last year, we don't know what they want to do with Ben Simmons. They've been constantly tossing him up in trade rumors. This is a year that Kevin Durant can really show why he's one of the best players in the league. This is the year where he can really securely wrestle that mantle of the league's best player, the face of basketball. He can really show why, you know, he is that guy. You know, so we'll see what happens with basketball. I'm looking forward to a nice long season in basketball. Um, and just just watching how it plays out. And like I say, I'm not looking for the Lakers to win a championship out west. I think the Warriors pretty much got that locked up. But, <clears throat> you know, you got the Clippers coming back healthy. You got a few squads out west. Denver are getting their top two players, you know. Uh, Murray and um, Porter Jr., they're coming back healthier. So, the West is wide open. And then Portland, you know, don't sleep on Portland. Gary Payton Jr. signing with the Portland Trailblazers, having somebody that competes on defense hard every night. People don't know, man. That I hate that they traded away C.J. McCullough, but 
you know, we'll see what happens, man. We will see what happens. They have a pretty deep squad. They got some young talent. Uh, we'll see what happens. I just want to say thank you to everyone that is supporting us on YouTube. We put a couple of videos out. We are reviewing um, used cheap gear. It's a series where we're showing uh, off a few older, cheaper keyboards, cheaper digital pianos, cheaper equipment. To kind of show people that they can get into music and music production and learning how to play music key, keys on the key side of things without spending like a whole lot of money. You know, I'm a, you know, I'm a amateur keyboard player. I play at church and I do things of that nature. And so it's just one of my passions to help share music with, you know, the world and people around me is this a really big part of my ministry. And so if you like YouTube, you know, you're interested in, you know, cheaper keyboards or used gear since there are a lot, you know, on Facebook, Marketplace and stuff. And, you know, I don't mind picking up a few to review them and kind of give you the pros and cons of what to look for when you're looking at these particular keyboards and using my experience and kind of, you know, showing a little bit of what each one sounds like on the video. <clears throat> Other than that, um, we got a few projects that are incubating. The EP should be out in the next three to four weeks. Um, really looking forward to finally having that finished and wrapped up. You know, get you five good, strong tracks. Uh, the EP should get you some smooth listening and at least get you to work, <laughs> you know. And just something, just, just nice, easy listening stuff. There's not any vocals to it. Not yet. Um, that'll be our second project that we're working on. Um, but just a smooth listening, easy to listen to, um, R&B chords type stuff. You know, just lo-fi without the clock beats and all of that stuff. Not the tropes that you hear in a lot of the lo-fi. Just standard, just neo-soul type jazz. That's what the um, EP is really going to be like. Thank you for everyone that is uh, listening to us. We did have a rough week last week. You know, thanks for all the prayers that went up for for our, for my wife. You know, sometimes, you know, things happen. But we just thank God for keeping an eye out for her and keeping her healthy and letting her recover and, and, and do what she needs to do to get better. Um, <laughs> and... Just once again, thank you for everybody just supporting us on everywhere you're supporting us, whether you go to church with us or whether you leave a like on our um, YouTube channel or however you do it, you know, is much appreciated. Um, we will, like I say, keep an eye on the NFL, keep an eye on the basketball when it starts. We just thank everyone for being um, faithful and loyal listeners to us and good night and God bless everyone.